As we dive into the message this week, I just want to call your attention again to our summer sermon series, Portable Christianity. We're talking about how our faith takes us everywhere we go. And because of that, since our faith is with us, we can bring that faith aspect of life, sharing the love of Jesus with others, no matter where we are or what we're doing. And as we continue in our little miniature sermon series on Mark chapter 6, learning about who Jesus is and how that has an effect on our lives, today we're going to learn about how the relationship we have with Jesus, understanding who he is, changes the way that we look at the world. And we'll be doing that by reflecting on the story, the familiar story, hopefully, of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Over 5,000 people, men, women, and children, gathered to hear Jesus teach. And it became close to dinner time. It was time for them to find something to eat. And Jesus provided for them out of the abundance of God's mercy and riches and the miraculous power the Son of God has. Hear these words from Mark chapter 6. The apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour and told him all they had done and taught. Remember, before we go on, that Jesus two weeks ago sent his disciples out into Galilee, out into the surrounding villages to bring his message of salvation and him being the Messiah again and again and again. If you remember that familiar phrase to the people in the surrounding area, he sent them with authority to uh, to even cast out demons and to heal diseases. And so they went out and they came back to Jesus. And that's what we're hearing about now. They came back to Jesus and told him everything that had happened. In other words, it was a successful ministry. Jesus was happy to hear how they had done. So Jesus said, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. So they left by boat for a quiet place where they could be alone. But many people recognized them and saw them leaving and people from towns, from many towns, ran ahead along the shore and got there ahead of them. Jesus saw the huge crowds as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Late in the afternoon, his disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat. But Jesus said, You feed them. With what, they asked, we'd have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. How much bread do you have, he asked. Go and find out. They came back and reported, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. Then Jesus told the disciples to have people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of 50 or 100. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, He kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. He also divided the fish for everyone to share. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftover bread and fish. A total of 5,000 men and their families were fed. There's a couple of details I want to bring out to you according to this text. I just read the whole thing, which is, uh, which is unusual for the way that we usually go through scripture together. But it's such a good story. And the way that Jesus treats his disciples is so meaningful because he had just sent them out on their missionary, little missionary journey, right? He had just sent them out to bring his good news, his message of salvation to the surrounding villages. And as he gathers the people together, these crowds know Jesus. They see Jesus. They want to hear more. They had just been hearing from him himself and from his disciples, the good news of what he had been doing. And so they come to where he gets off the boat and they want to hear his teaching. And the first detail that we hear is that Jesus looked on them with compassion. 
He saw the people hungry for teaching, lost without the truth of his gospel, and his heart was turned toward them. He looked at them in their suffering and said, I need to step into these people's lives with the truth, with this teaching that only I can restore their relationship to God the Father. And in doing so, I can make myself Lord over their life and lead them to a life that orients them toward others because of the love of God. He looked on them with compassion. And so he began to teach them. It's important that he just stepped right into teaching the people because that's the heart of God. That's the way that he looks at the world. He sees the world in suffering and brokenness and says, I am going to do something about it. And he stepped into the world through Jesus. And he saw these very crowds who were following him for teaching. And he provided for that immediate need. Now, it's interesting. The disciples, too, had some compassion. Maybe it was compassion in in suffering because they, too, were hungry. The text tells us Jesus and his disciples hadn't had anything to eat that day. So they were hoping to have a chance to rest, to catch up with Jesus, tell him about everything they had done, and maybe do it over a good meal. So they recognized that as they were getting hungry, the people were getting hungry, it was time to find something to eat. So they go to Jesus and they ask him to send the crowds away, just like anyone would do. But Jesus doesn't even consider the question. And he says to the disciples, you feed them, you give them something to eat. He's instructing his disciples to look at the crowds the way he sees them. Not co-suffering with them because they also need something to eat and it would just be easier for everyone to go find their own meal. But Jesus says, we need to be a part of fulfilling the needs of these people because that's the work of God. And so he had just sent the disciples out on this missionary journey. They had just been performing miracles, teaching the truth, casting out demons. They had been performing powerful signs. Uh, for the good of the work of God, for the good of the kingdom of God. And so you'd think that maybe they would keep that in mind and know that they had the capacity, that authority given to them by Jesus for sending them out to do God's work to perform a miracle that might feed these people. But I know when I get hungry, and maybe you can, maybe you can relate to this, we, we don't think the same way that we, that we do when we're full and satisfied. In fact, our stomach kind of gets into our head a little bit and maybe we get a little hangry. We get a little short-tempered. We just want to find something to eat and then deal with being a good human being, right? But Jesus doesn't allow for that to happen. He looks at his disciples with the same compassion. He looks at the crowds. He says, we got to figure out how much food we have. So the disciples go out and they gather five loaves and two fish. In another gospel account, we hear that it's from a small boy who steps forward and says, here, this is what I have. Take this, Lord. So the disciples bring that to Jesus and say, this is what we got. What can we do with it? And Jesus, in that compassionate perspective, with that heart of warm care for the people around him, with a heart filled with love for a broken world, filled with broken people, he gives thanks to God. And in that prayer of thanks, he begins producing out of those loaves and fish enough food for the thousands of people gathered there. And the familiarity of the story might trick us into thinking that it's not that big of a deal because we're just so used to hearing it. But it's amazing that because of the compassion Jesus had on these people, he not only wanted to speak to their spiritual need, their lost wandering souls looking for pasture, looking for care, looking for truth and hope in a, in a world of dark brokenness. He also saw them in their physical needs. The God we have, the God who created the universe, the God who sent his son into it and continues to send his spirit into our hearts, has a concern 
for the world that goes deeper than telling them about Jesus' love for them and bringing them to heaven, but has a love for them that speaks to their immediate physical needs as well. God created each of us to have a life of abundant living. And that can take place only when we have our physical needs provided for. And so he calls us to participate, just like he called the disciples in this story, to have compassion on the world around them. Now, he's a patient teacher. Jesus performed this miracle for the disciples. He showed them how it was done, not so that they would never have to do it, but so that when he ascended back to heaven and when he sent out his disciples and the church to carry on that work of proclaiming the gospel message, we could do it hand in hand with the work we have as compassionate, caring people for the needs of the world, the hungry, the poor, the ill and the the disaster stricken. When we look around the world and see the fires overtaking our state, the heat waves on our continent, the tsunamis and COVID outbreaks around the world, our heart breaks. And in that breaking of our heart, we are participating in the compassion that Jesus had for those crowds, that Jesus had for the whole world in stepping into it. And so not only are we charged with the compassion to bring the good news of salvation to all people, but we are also inspired to bring compassion-filled love and care into the lives of the people around us. So whether that's caring for the refugees put up in a hotel just down the street by a local charity, or caring for the people in our own hearts and homes who are going through struggle, uh, relationship difficulties, stress from work, sibling rivalry, uh, dealing with uh, disagreements with parents or grandparents, maybe just kids at school struggling to get along with each other, we have compassion for people with needs of every kind because we are called according to that same gospel. When we understand who Jesus is, it changes how we see the world. We understand Jesus as Lord, the caretaker and authority over our life who teaches us who he is. And he is the one that brings us into a relationship with God the Father because we are created and designed with a need for that connection to God. And when that's established in our lives, Jesus has a way of turning our hearts away from ourselves and toward the world around us. We look with compassion at the world that we see around us every single day. How is God calling you to compassion in your life? What are those places that you might make a difference in the lives of the people around you because of the compassion you are called to have as a Christian? Think about that. Pray about that this week as you know that Jesus is compassion.